Welcome back to another episode of Friendly Shadows. This week, you're not going to believe it, Kelly is talking to Oscar and Daniel from Music. If you don't know what music is, you will definitely know after this episode. Oh, and I forgot to say, this is only part one. Today we have a special treat. We have Oscar and Daniel all the way from Denmark, and they are going to talk to us about their new deal, how they're going to revolutionize streaming and the music industry. I'm going to hand over the floor to them for a little bit so they can tell you all about it. Go Oscar and Daniel. Thank you, Kelly, and uh, thank you for having us. Greetings here from Denmark. Thrilled about being here and definitely talking about the entire platform, the vision, uh, where we're at at the moment, and why we're actually trying to talk to as many people as possible, because this will be a revolution that starts with people joining the revolution. So we need community, we need people, we need everyone who taps into music best way i can describe this for me music is like a time machine when i hear a track it can take me back like 20 years 10 years five years to a wedding to when my children was born it wakes so many feelings there's a been a lot going on in the music business and that's basically what we want to sum up about today talk about how we believe we can actually change it to a better world so thank you for having us and we are definitely thrilled about this yeah and i'm just gonna add to that we're very thrilled to be here today and yeah just like oscar said we really believe that we have found a new way to approach the music industry and we believe that we'll be able to help a lot of artists because a lot of artists right now are, are struggling out there uh, there's a lot of uh, great talent in all kinds of different areas of, of genres and the subgenres. and uh, the way we're going to approach things in regards to creating our community-driven platform with our unique payout structure, which we will get back to a bit later. Uh, we believe that we have found something that will revolutionize and help a lot of these struggling artists who are screaming for solutions. So, so we're really into that. And I even don't even know if we said so, but I'm Daniel, by the way. And uh, the other guy who was talking before is Oscar. So everyone listening out there, we are very happy to be here, to be here with Kelly, who we, we've been talking a bit with, who we think is an amazing person who's doing so much for the, for the whole music community. We hope that you can understand what we're saying with our weird Danish accents. Yeah. Thanks. Excellent. Well, let's dive right into the meat and potatoes, okay? Let's talk about 
what it is you're doing. Everyone who has an online streaming platform today will probably have been somewhat with from the very beginning of that streaming platform that they are using today, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Tidal, uh, whatever. We saw a digitalization of music back in the early 2000s. And what is really important to um, remember here, guys, is that back when Spotify and all the other platforms came up and tried to take over the music business at that point, the problems in the music business was far greater than there are today in a technology aspect. We still couldn't really figure out a way to do streaming the right way. It wasn't cloud-based. We still downloaded the music and there was a lot of piracy going on through Pirate Bay, BitTorrent, Napster, uh, etc. So basically just having a good, no lagging music player with streaming opportunities was really hard to find back then. And that might seem very weird when you look at the business today, because now you have, you have never had more opportunities to just choose and pick the exact right uh, music player for you. There's so many great music players out there. The problem is just now we are 15 to 20 years later, and now the tech is not a problem anymore. Now the problem is the target groups that are growing into the music uh, business as consumers, they look at the business and they'll be like, why in 2022 are the biggest players on the market just regular music players? I mean, they don't know about the tech issues we had back in the early 2000s. So the new target groups that will be the upcoming consumers in the business, they need more. They're not wishing for a consumer-based platform or with the gamification or whatever it could be. They need it. It's kind of like a demand. What we're trying to do or what we are doing is building a new type of platform. I want to say the next generation of streaming platform to break it all down. The platform we have built, which is called music, will be a platform that is far greater than just being a music player. It will be a place where people can share, donate, uh, do a lot of great things for the artist, and basically just engage with both artists and other music uh, enthusiasts. Yeah, and just to supplement on uh, what Oscar is saying here, we want to create this interactive platform, but it's very important for us because we believe the fact that that even though the upcoming target group, they're used to this paying one time, going into the theme park, and then everything is free. We still believe the fact that the, the users want also to be engaged with the music. They want to be engaged with the communities they love. They want to be engaged with the genres and the artists that they love. And our, and our platform, we will actually be able to do that. They'll be able to actually directly donate to the artists, the communities they love. And the more they do for the platforms and the communities they love, the more they'll get back from those communities. And we believe that it's time to remove all other aspects of the business and then just align musicians with the actual fans. 
instead of uh, always having these intermediaries, which were, like Oscar was touching upon earlier, very important back in the days where you had to build also physical products, etc., and stuff like that. We believe that the role of these should be far less right now, and the cut being taken by these should be far less. We need to bring the power back to the artist, and that's what we're going to do with the way we're going to do our payout structure, which we can talk more about. But This sounds excellent. What I want to do now is I want to talk about what you bring to the table, the background that you have that makes you qualified to participate in this revolution in music? I started out my early 20s trying to become the next Travis Barker, basically. I had a huge <laughs> dream of just making it big by being a drummer. Uh, I kind of quit everything else and just went full on drumming. This is always a tough topic for me to, to talk about because realizing your talent just aren't there is really basically tough <laughs> oh it still hurts uh, but beyond that i took I think it was about seven years if i don't recall just trying to make it and i realized the business is so tough and it's so ruthless i mean even if you have the talent or not which i definitely didn't but I ended up moving back to my parents. That's like the ultimate penalty for, for trying and failing and had to just quit the uh, the dream of being a professional drama and then just having on it on a hobby basis. But I know how tough this is. I know ex- how many extremely talented musicians are out there. I mean, I wasn't one of them, but I definitely had the dream, uh, which means a lot too. But I've been... I've been playing with musicians where I was like, damn, these guys are super talented. And still, they don't make any money. They don't have any exposure. They don't even have the right networks or connections. I mean, it's a really tough business. And I went the corporate way. I've been within leaderships, uh, creating businesses, sales for the last 12 to 15 years of my life. So... And I'm just a huge music geek. So everything just summed up. I had a napkin idea three years ago, talked to Daniel about it. And since then, we just haven't looked back. Yeah, yeah, perfectly said. And uh, just to elaborate on that napkin idea, because we are both uh, music enthusiasts. We love listening to different, all different sorts of genres of music. And uh, especially from that napkin idea, we started talking about like, why is it so difficult to always find some of the music I love? Why do I always get locked in these weird echo chambers on Spotify or on YouTube, etc.? Why can't I go down the rabbit hole I want to go and listen to some of the new music that I love? I am just like Oscar, a very big music fan, and I listen to music like all the time, especially when I do a lot of my work. I like to have uh, music playing all the time. I'm a very like, I like the old school lo-fi hip hop beats, Jay Dilla, all that stuff, like monotone stuff while I'm doing the work. And for me, it just seemed unfair that we have such great talent in such a wide array of genres that are not getting the exposure, that are not getting any ways of getting monetization from their, from their art. And that is actually how this uh, idea then uh, evolved from this, yeah, basically uh, napkin idea. And we was like, 
went on this very weird rabbit hole uh, going down, trying to figure out is there any streaming platform who's actually who's actually catering to these upcoming artists and even though some of them say they are and they're presenting new music, when you're locked within these eco chambers, what they're presenting are often, uh, without naming any names, new music from some of the bigger artists. Um, so Oscar and I, we're both very big music enthusiasts and that's why we want to actually help these musicians also so we can help some of the struggling artists that are, didn't succeed as drummers. My personal background is that uh, I've worked a lot of years in uh, with strategy. Uh, I have a master's degree in, um, in marketing and innovation and, as, and based on this napkin idea that Oscar and I talked upon, I actually started looking into a lot of innovation and innovation theory. And this is um, the reason why we come up with this user-driven community that will be music. That's great. You know, I just had a guest on who is a business professor with a background in philosophical ethics, and he he's really interested in what drives consumers. And it sounds like you guys have your finger on the pulse of what it is that we want as consumers and artists. So I'd like for you to tell me a little bit about what you're doing for each of them in this new platform that's different than other platforms. Definitely. It's always difficult when you're trying to build somewhat of a service that has to be equally good for two different parts. But what it started out with was trying to we were trying to create more fairness for artists with better exposure and a more stable income if that was possible and i believe it actually is and we have kind of succeeded in building a model to that so if we're touching on the artist part of sides uh, side of things first then if we look at the 2021 report of Spotify's Loud and Clear report, which breaks down basically their numbers, uh, who earned what, how many earned uh, how much, and they're trying to be very transparent in how many artists made, for example, uh, more than $1,000. And that's 203,000 artists on Spotify. And then they break it down to how many then made 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, and all the way up to a million. What is very interesting in this report is that 16,500 artists made over $50,000 on Spotify last year. If we then look at how many artists we have on Spotify, then we have around 8 million artists. So if we break those numbers down, then you basically have... 0.2% of all artists on Spotify actually makes what I would call a decent living each year. That is kind of baffling to me just hearing those numbers. Think about being a young upcoming artist trying to just do what I did when I was early uh, or when I was young, just like quitting everything, going full-time musician, trying to make your way through this business, knowing that 0.2% will actually succeed in, a, in actually having a decent living from this. I mean, that's not good numbers. So statistically, you should not be a musician. You should definitely think about another career. So what we're done, are doing are going completely away from the paper stream. 
I think we have seen after all that all these platforms pretty much present the same business idea, the same payout structure. Some like title says they're paying out a little more than Spotify. And there's even uh, others that, that might pay out more, but basically it's super, super difficult to get into the loops and building on fan base that actually makes you profitable in the long run here. So we, totally ditched the paper stream. We totally went away from the basic like collaborations with uh, any third parties uh, overall, actually. So we went on to a entirely new structure. Overall, I'll say we call it the validation structure. And this is uh, basically a model without going too deep into this, where artists can go to music always for free this is very important there will never be any kind of user payment for an artist on music whether you're going to upload your music create a profile whatever it is it's always 100 free what you then need to do after you create a profile added all your music then you need to be validated by the community we won't uh, judge what is good and what is not good we'll let our users the community uh, be the judge of that. So when you as an artist has uploaded and everything is done, you need validations from the community to actually vouch for you. To vouch, you need to be a paying customer on the platform. That gives you the right to vouch for artists. But what it also means is that when you vouch an artist, you pay some of your monthly subscription directly to the artist you vouch for. So I think if you find users, just go down to your local street and ask people like whether they use uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, whatever. It doesn't really uh, matter. It's more like where does the monthly subscription go to? Which artists are supported? How much do they actually support the artist? I'm pretty sure they don't know because the keyword in 2022 for the users uh, transparency, my friend. We want to be transparent with your monthly subscription. So you find the artists that you like, that you love, you vouch for them. And that means that up to 80% of your monthly subscription will be donated directly to these artists each month. And I think Daniel will touch more on the user part. Yeah, very well put. And uh, for us, this is what we talked about, bringing power back uh, to the fans, bringing power back to the artists. Doing this validation is not meant to be seen as competitor, to seen as something that we're trying to eliminate the paper stream. Uh, on our platform, where you'll also be able to uh, include your Spotify and Apple Music, etc. So you actually get the best of both worlds. What we are presenting here is the classic paper stream, which will still be available, but we're also giving supplementary payout structure, which is this validation thing. So you can actually directly, as Oscar said, support the communities, the artists you love. And me being like this total music nerd that I am, I want to really go in and directly help uh, people in the lo-fi community, uh, drum and bass, etc. I want to know exactly where my money end, uh, ends up. And uh, that's why we are doing this payout structure that uh, we want. Uh, and our platform will be for the more hardcore music enthusiasts who actually are interested in helping the artists and uh, knowing exactly where to their money uh, goes to. Looking at the opposite side of the coin, all this sounds very, very, very good. 
let's uh, give more money back to the musicians. Um, but in order for us to do this, we have the, the our why, and that is we want to help these upcoming independent, smaller artists, bigger artists, whatever. We want to help everybody. Everybody's welcome on the platform. But on the other side of the coin, we want to create a user-driven incentive for the for the users, which means this community-driven um, platform, where the more you do, let's take this as an example, me being a lover of um, lo-fi hip-hop, Oscar loving rock, heavy metal, uh, I can actually go in, help these uh, charts, I can uh, do all the things, I can uh, upvote the songs, I can comment on the songs, I can give donations, I can give badges and interact in all the ways that I want to. And the more I interact on the platform, the more I can actually also promote myself on the platform as a music, micro-music influencer. So we've also created incentive for the consumer, for the music fan to interact with the platform because we believe that we need a way, a whole new way to incentivize the consumers to engage with the, the platform so they don't just listen to music, but they engage with it. And that's why we have this two uh, aspects of the platform that we believe could be the revolutionary way of doing things. Yeah. So this system that you have with the customer or with the music enthusiast, they can actually garner popularity like a social media platform, for example, on your platform as like a... Um... Yes, yes, exactly. Well, we believe that these this upcoming uh, target group, the Gen Z's and the Millennials, for them it's not going to be just something that they want. It's going to be something that they need. The fact that they can get social recognition, like, uh, for instance, if you're a Danish person like me and you love hip hop, then you'll actually be able to climb the charts and you'll be able to uh, show yourself as being this like micro music influencer. So when Oscar comes to the platform, also being a Dane, really loving uh, hip hop art uh, music, he can come in and see like, Who's on the top charts? Uh, who's doing most most for the for the communities within Danish hip hop and rap, etc. And then he can actually uh, come in and look at my playlist, copy my playlist. So you can actually become some kind of a media area or some kind of influencer within that space. So we're trying to fuse both. Um, this new payout structure, but also aligning the incentives, uh, psychological incentive of this um, social recognition and also, uh, yeah, uh, rewards of the tribe, so to speak. And also, we did a lot of research and focus groups for these target groups. And what kind of turned out, which was, I wouldn't say it was a surprise, but maybe a surprise how high of a pain point for the users it actually was, that they found their best music player, the one they liked the most, which could be, yeah, YouTube, Tidal, Apple, whatever it is. And then they would normally go to, for example, Patreon to actually support artists. And they would then go to, for example, Reddit to talk to other music enthusiasts in the same type of genres. So what actually stood out to me was the, we're here in a tech world of 2022 
and music enthusiasts actually needs like three, four, five different apps and platforms to actually support their entire music experience. And I mean, I'm used to surf around on one app to another, so it's not a problem, but I don't just don't see why we don't connect the dots. Why not create one app that actually fits all of this? And I'm not talking about bringing all the best platforms in the world into one because that would not make sense and wouldn't be possible. But I'm talking about taking key elements from all the best parts of these platforms and actually creating one go-to platform. So whenever you're sitting in the bus on your way home from work or in the subway or whatever, you don't open your Spotify and press play and then go to Facebook or Instagram. You open your music and you stay on music because that's a cool a place to engage and talk to others and share your music. And maybe there's just like shit, 10 shared songs from your community just from yesterday, finding all the new music and the whole discovery part will t- be taken to a new level. Or well, that's uh, at least what we're hoping for. like a lot of technology who do you have working on these servers and computers and interfaces and all that stuff just you two guys uh, well <laughs> well uh, let me clear up that luckily it's not just uh, oscar and i because then this would have never happened we were this this could be a very long conversation but we were through a lot of um investment round talking with investors and they were like trying to tell us like this is a great idea you guys have and here in Denmark we've won a couple of awards for being the most innovative and scalable business so people want to talk with us they want to give us money but when it comes to giving us money they also want to uh, change the way that we believe that things should be done so we uh, have chosen uh, the bootstrapping way Nobody is helping us in the sense that uh, we are doing it ourselves. However, we have one partner, and that is a tech partner, who has a tech team behind them. So we have a fully developed tech team who's helping us create this uh, platform that we will expect to be ready, uh, which will be ready uh, in the first quarter of uh, 23. So we're working very hard. It will be like building blocks uh, here in Denmark. We like Lego. You guys also know Lego. We It will, of course, be like this iterative process where we have to build stuff upon the other things, making sure that everything is connected and right. But yes, this will be a platform, an open platform, an open source platform uh, where the users can put like links to their music on uh, Instagram, on TikTok, whatever. We don't want to intervene with anything. We want to help the artists portray themselves in the way that they want and hype themselves in the way that they want. We just offer two things 
and that is new sources of revenue stream and a whole new interactive platform that caters to the generation of people who really want to not just listen to music, but engage with music. And we believe that this is one of the main problems right now is that people are just going into the theme park, taking the music. But if we can create an incentive system that is so engaging, then we can also actually get people to help these artists who are um, who are struggling. And uh, I know Oscar wants to say something, so I'm going to give it to him in just a moment. I want to help all these genius lo-fi uh, musicians who are struggling on their craft, who are living day to day, who are getting up every day, working for pennies on the dollar, and they're just continuously creating art uh, it's time for them to also have another way of uh, supplementary ways of getting revenue streams. Yeah, I just wanted to take it back to the actual question there, Kelly, with uh, if it's only us or not, because that's a really good uh, point. We started out uh, two guys and we're actually proud to say that we just surpassed 20 people on the team right now. And that's saying nobody gets paid for doing what they do right now, which is pretty incredible. A mm -hmm. lot of people has just joined this journey uh, just because they love the vision, love the trip, just wanted to be part of something completely new and something that can actually change the entire world. So I don't know if it's uh, okay to call this somewhat of a movement, but we believe it is. I mean, going from two to 20 people and still not giving anybody anything, not that we don't want to, but we just don't have the money for that. That is an incredible journey uh, as it is right now. And we still look for more people to join this, whether it's content creators or graphic designers or artists or programmers. I mean, we can fit a lot of people into this and we need to do that too. What I wanted to ask you about right now, guys, was what are you doing at the moment on this adventure? What are you doing right now? What is it if someone wants to help, for example, or if someone is curious about what your day-to-day -day like is on this project, where are you at on that right now? Well, we are... <laughs> I want to say we're stressed out of our minds because that's actually what we are. Uh, but we are, are working pretty much uh, day in and out, um, weekends, uh, no vacations, anything. We're, we're trying to just do this as much as we can. Um, but we need a lot of help. And what has worked uh, really good for us is actually just people tapping into the vision. We don't need people to be highly... Um, regarded artists or graphic designers or whatever, anybody can actually help on, help us uh, through this because it's a community-driven movement. So if we have had small artists doing like posts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, we even had a super cool artist uh, who created his own commercial, uh, which was super cool. And I mean, anybody who wants to talk our vision, 
I mean, trying to reach the level of the uh, established platforms will be absolutely impossible with a less than probably like $10 million in marketing budget. And that's not where we are. So we need community. We need people to just help us, whether it's just like knocking on the door to your neighbor and ask them to download the new uh, app or, I mean, it's, it could also be if you're doing graphic designs, if you're doing video, audio, if you're an artist, drop some content on our platform as soon as it's live that you won't find anywhere else. I mean, bring people to this movement, this community, and help us make it big. Yeah, and uh, just to elaborate on that, Oscar and I, again, going back to the napkin idea, we've, uh, we wanted to make this change but we also realized that we actually were crazy because who's going to take on the other big platforms and stuff like that it's going to be impossible but uh, we've been laughed at we've been uh, we've been ridiculed we've been helped so much and we've been supported so much especially going forward right now and that is absolutely amazing for us it's it's very important to really understand the fact that for us to really make an impact and be able to help these artists with this validation thing, we need organic drive. That means we need all the people we can get to help us, but we also need to, to get the word out there, like being on this podcast, like getting people to help us spread the word, the artists talking about us, getting connections set up. We need to do this organically. And there's also another reason why we need to do this organically. It's because Oscar and I and our uh, team of now, yeah, 20 people, uh, we're, we're, we're actually not a big corporation and we don't want to be a big corporation. And we walk away from money consciously because we want this to be organic. We believe the only way to make a disruption within this industry is by getting the people the artists the influencers the reactors behind us that is the only way we're going to succeed the statistic chance of us succeeding i don't know probably low but the only way this is ever going to happen is if we actually get the people behind us and create a movement a movement that the music industry has been longing for for years, if not decades, everyone who's willing to get on board, do some graphic design, share the message and help us in any way they can. They're always welcome to reach out and uh, we can give them uh, our email, of course. But for us, this, is, uh, this has to be organically driven because uh, we don't want to be a big corporation. We want uh, to be a movement. Oscar and I always say that we're not a company, we're, we're a movement. And I think this is so powerful for us that we try to stick to this original manifesto that we wrote back in the day. You know you have the shadows full support. And guys, whoever's listening to this podcast, i like for you to take these gentlemen up on that because if you listen to this podcast, chances are you're a fan of art or you're an artist yourself. So you have everything to gain by a new platform out there. So the, the shadows are with you on this. And I'll make sure to write every link up you want people to contact you with in the blog and put it on the website along with this podcast when it posts. 
so they can listen to the podcast and go straight to the blog and see what they can do. talk about what's coming up in the horizon about crowdfunding and everything absolutely would love to prolonging of what daniel just said it's very important for us to gain some backing from the community from people out there because we did bootstrap or we have bootstrapped this all the way to here all our life savings are basically in this project so if this needs to succeed and we need to get basically out to the entire world we do need funds to build this on and we have so many layers and levels of this platform so i can already guarantee now that we will see the market early 2023 but we want to do so much more there's so much more to this platform than just what is going to be the first uh, version uh, that we launch so what we need is people to Come in at kickstarter.com and around the 21st of November, if everything falls the way we think it will, uh, we will set up a crowdfunding there and we just need people's support. I mean, whether it's a dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, thousand dollar, that the more money, the merrier. But basically, the numbers of backers that actually shows how many uh, people that believes in this. So whether you can just give us a dollar or five that shows us a lot of love, a lot of support and a reason for, for us to just keep on this journey. So help us crowdfund this, help us build something that will not just be another great app because that's basically what, what the product is, but there's so much behind the product. And trust me, there's so many layers of this that I would love to talk about right now, but I'll keep that for an, another episode. Right now, guys, Please support us. Go to Kickstarter whenever we launch. We will be uh, pushing a lot of info around this uh, later on. But uh, please help us with this. And uh, yeah, let's make a uh, a disruption together, guys. All right. So you heard it. November 21st is a crowdfunder. Did you have something you wanted to say, Daniel? Yeah, well, I just wanted to, to elaborate that we're trying to do a lot of things right now. And like Oscar said, uh, we haven't slept in a year or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but we're, we're doing a lot of things right now because one of our main issues right now is not building uh, or maintaining the goal of getting the app live ready by, by quarter first. But it's about getting traction. It's about getting brand awareness. It's about getting out there. And we need all the help we can get uh, with that. 
In alignment with that, we're also trying to do something that that corresponds with our why. And when I say why, I mean the purpose of why we're doing what we're actually doing. So uh, um, we are setting up here in Denmark, a beautiful place uh, that's called SoundHub. We're making some live studio sessions. The best way to explain it, even though it's not going to be completely like that, is like... The Unplugged. The Unplugged, yeah, that's... Oh, sorry. MTV, on, you're going to edit that out, right? then we're gonna go uh, and create uh, some live sessions like the old kind of uh, mtv unplugged where we're gonna go out we have some bigger artists but we're also gonna find smaller artists that are just cool and needed need to be recognized we're gonna put them in the best studios in denmark maybe even in the world because they're an a uh, place that uh, innovates in regards to sound. It's a sound innovation hub in accordance with the name. So we're going to give the opportunities to uh, artists of all sizes to come there, to get some live content, to get their music um, mastered and to get a sound engineer and get a music video made and all the stuff like that. So we're trying to do that in order to, for us to create content, yes, but also sticking with the why that we want to actually help these people. So yes, this is part of it. And the most important thing for us, if we want to exceed, again, organic driven, user driven uh, platform where the users will be begging us uh, in regards to the, to the crowdfunding is really what we need. Uh, it's going to be do or die in that aspect. Otherwise, we would have to go another route, go back, try and go and talk with venture capitalist firms and then uh, get money from them. And that's not what we want. We want to build this gradually and we wanted to build it together with the people. And to add a, an extra note to that, we are building this right now uh, based on the vision we have but we want to also have an advisory board of musicians, which we all already have, but also music enthusiasts who are on uh, this advisory board who will help guide us, give us input, give us um, information and help us how we can further improve this platform in regards to both what the artist wants and what the users wants. So we really want to just align us music uh, with the artist um, and with the fans and that's the whole thing i'd like to give you guys more exposure because i'm a big fan of what you're doing and so anything i can do to help i i would love to be able to do now thanks man having said that i'd like to kind of put you through a little test Oh, no, no test. We're not in school anymore. No test, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like for you to come back on the show with the professor I mentioned earlier uh, yeah. for a part two episode and talk about business ethics and your streaming service with a professional who, who is paid to study business ethics. We would, uh, I can see Oscar nodding here uh, close to me. We would absolutely love to do that. And we would love to be on that show and uh, pick his brain because he has probably a lot of knowledge that we can use and talk about our concept and perhaps even how we can uh, improve upon it. We would love that, Kelly. That would be an, a great opportunity for us. That Fantastic. Would be so cool. It's in the cool. books. Fantastic. Cool. He's, 
I already cool. asked him. He's real excited about it. Cool, man. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we really thank you for coming on the shadows today. It's been a really great interview, and I'm really excited about what you guys are doing. I'm really oh, excited uh, to be an artist on your platform. I'm saving up some singles to release exclusively on your platform. Um, yeah. Just because I want people, when they see my name, I want them to go and participate in what you guys are doing. And so I'm just really excited about artists getting paid and consumers getting what they want. And that's really what I want. And so I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this with us. Uh, and like I said, I can't wait to have you back with our professor. Yeah, we're so excited for that. That's going to be absolutely amazing for us. And we are so thankful and and, and happy uh, that uh, you're on board with this vision and trying to help us because this is a step for us in the right direction. And thank you very much for giving the shout out to everybody. Uh, give them the contact information. We'll send it to you. And I know I'm now sounding like a commercial, but again, we will be giving this information out because like if someone is a, uh, a genius in regards to digital marketing, etc. Please hit us up, man. We need all the help we can get so we can get to sp uh, uh, spreading the the good word of music because uh, it's time to empower the artist. So yeah, thank you. Well, I'm sending my marketer your way. Good. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you for a great interview and, and just having uh, us on. Always a pleasure. And I uh, will absolutely uh, look forward to episode two. Excellent, guys. Wow, great interview. Thank you for the information. Uh, thank you, Oscar and Daniel. And thank you, Kelly. Can't wait to hear part two when everyone is back with Chris Stein, professor of business management. Until next time, we'll see you in the shadows.